Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Easter is for runners, okay? Get it straight. Lent is for fighters, but Lent is over. And at the end of victory, you run. And so Easter, remember this, dear friends, Easter is for runners, not plotters, not slow movers. We're not talking a long distance run. We're talking sprint. We're talking everything you've got poured into it. We're we're talking knees high. We're talking as fast as you can go. That's what Easter is for. Easter is not just for runners. We should say it better. Easter is for sprinters. All of the Easter accounts record people running. There's lots of other details that are all kind of all over the place, but the Gospels are clear on this. When people are around that empty tomb, they run. You heard it put this way in our Gospel reading this morning. They fled. They fled from the tomb, and so would you, dear friends, for something that had never happened before has happened, something that had been long prophesied, that had been long hoped for, but was now unlooked for, has occurred, for Christ, dear friends, is risen. And so those women were shocked. And you know what happens when you get shocked? You know what happens when fear and ecstasy, we shouldn't translate it with astonishment, they were full of ecstasy. You know what happens when that gets hold of you? You don't walk. You don't move slowly and deliberately. You don't even just run. You flee, right? Not all running is the same, though, is it? There is the flight of terror that these women had from the tomb. They ran because they were terrified. They were terrified that something that had never happened before had happened. That something that had been long prophesied and long hoped for had happened now unlooked for. Even though Jesus said exactly what would happen still, they hadn't looked for this. And now, now these women encountered it, and they couldn't help themselves. They fled. But they're not the only ones who ran. They ran in terror. And sometimes fear and strange things, when you get strange news, causes you to run. But there were other runners on Easter Sunday. Peter and John, when the women got back to them and when they finally caught their breath and when they finally were able to spit out the words, he wasn't there. Peter and John ran too. This is in John's gospel. It says that Peter ran to the tomb and John, the beloved disciple, outran him. John wants you to know that he was faster than St. Peter. They ran to the tomb, and probably they were running for much of the same reason that the women had fled, because something that was long hoped for but unlooked for had occurred, the resurrection of Jesus. And yet they didn't have it all figured out. And when you don't have things all figured out, and when you're scared, and when you're worried, you don't just walk, you run. They ran to the tomb. They ran because they were excited. They ran because they were eager. But that eagerness was a mixture within them. It was a mixture of uncertainty. It was a mixture of fear. Who has broken in? Who has taken his body? What have they all done with it? You know that kind of running? When you're afraid of things, when you're uncertain of things, when you don't know what's going on, but you're so full of energy that you've got to move? That was Peter and John running to the tomb. 
That was the women running away from the tomb. But when I tell you that Easter is for runners, that Easter is for sprinters, it isn't that exact running that I want you to imitate. For running in fear, running in terror, running in astonishment is not yet what Easter is for. There is a better kind of running. Not the running that comes to you as a punishment. Not even the running that you maybe, perhaps, some of you have this idea in your mind. Not even the running that you inflict on yourself so that you can be stronger, right? Training, cardio, workouts. That's not the running of Easter. The running of Easter, the sprint of Easter, the reason that Easter is not just for runners, dear friends, but for sprinters is of a different kind of running. It is the running that the Emmaus disciples, you might remember this account, the Emmaus disciples ran on Sunday afternoon. See, when the women got there, the tomb was empty. And when Peter and John got there, the tomb was empty. And so all of their running was a fearful kind of running. But once Jesus appeared to his disciples, once he came and revealed himself to them in the scriptures and in the breaking of the bread, then a different sort of running set in. And it has been that kind of running that has filled Christians from that day until this day. It is the running of love, dear friends. Now, I don't know if you love running. Maybe you did when you were a kid. Maybe you did when you were middle-aged. Maybe even in your later years, you still love to run. Maybe you wish that you could, right? Maybe you wish that you could. But here is a kind of running that is always available to you. Here is a kind of running. Here is an energy that is always fresh, always new. It always springs eternally. It is the running of love. That's the Easter running. That is why Easter is not just a time for walkers. It is not just a time for joggers. But Easter, dear friends, is a time for sprinters. And I would have each and every one of you be a sprinter. I would have each and every one of you be filled with the love of Jesus. Not just me. It's not just what I would have of you. It is what Jesus, it is what Jesus, our risen Lord, wants to fill, with you, wants to fill you with this day. That's why he's risen, after all, dear friends, is to lift the things that weigh you down. That's what sin is. It's this awful, terrible load. Have you ever tried to run with a load on your back? It's no fun. Some people do that, you know? Some people put a load on their back because they know, when I take this off, I'm going to be faster. They put a parachute behind them, right? Athletes do this, so that when they're done training, when they unhook the parachute, they can fly, Sin is this awful load that hangs over us. It slows everything down. And finally, sin slows everything down and crushes everything under its weight in the grave. And when you're in the grave, you ain't moving, you ain't running, are you? Jesus has come to lift those things, to unhook the parachute, to say to each and every one of you, your sins have been removed. Your sins have been separated from you as far as the east is from the west. Your sins have been drowned in the heart of the ocean. Your sins have been drowned in the heart of my love. So don't run with the burden. Don't load yourself down with sin. Don't engage in it any longer. And when its torments come to you, when the guilty accusation accuses you, you say to it, hey, Jesus has already removed you 
Jesus has already unhooked you. Jesus has already taken you off. And when your own grave is staring at you and you think, how am I ever going to get out of this one? Well, you know, don't you? Christ has already gone into that tomb and he has blown out the other side. For Easter, dear friends, is for sprinters. And the greatest sprinter of all has already gone through death. He has already gone through hell. He has opened the grave. He has opened death. He has opened for you everlasting life. He has removed from you your sins. He has removed from you your guilt. He has removed from you your shame so that you may run and enjoy it. See, usually running is no fun, is it? Usually after about, I don't know, the third step, we start huffing and puffing. Usually by the end of one minute of running, we look at ourselves and we say, all right, that was good enough, right? I got my workout in. I got my steps in. I can sit down. I can relax. But suppose that you could have a kind of running that you didn't get tired of. Suppose there was a kind of running that never got old, that never weighed down on you, that didn't build up the lactic acid in your legs, that didn't slow you down, that didn't make you say, I can't wait for this to be over. That is the running that Easter is for. It is the life of love. It is that love of Jesus that fills the heart of the faithful. It is that love of Jesus that leads us to run, to make haste, to sprint, dear friends, to do what is good, right? We are not running away from what is good. We are running to what is good. Easter is the season for sprinting, to sprint, to hear the news of Jesus, to come to this place, to find your Lord revealed to you still this day in the scriptures and in the breaking of bread, and then to go out, not walking, not plodding, not stumbling. But what is Easter for? Sprinting, the life of love that flows from the empty tomb, the life of love that comes to you when you know that you are dearly loved by Jesus, that life of love that the Holy Spirit puts in your heart and gives you every day, that life of love is not the kind of thing that ever gets old, that ever gets tiresome, that ever gets boring. It is the kind of thing that you sprint for. So when you see something that you know you are to do, when, what does St. Paul say? When you have the opportunity to speak with sincerity and truth, run for it. Make haste. Flee away from the old leaven, malice and evil. Let all those things be far from you, for Christ says they don't stick to you. Run away from those things and run to what is best. Run to what is truest. For here's the wonderful thing. Christ has made this message known to you so that you also may run, so that you also may sprint, so that you may go out to the world and people can say of you, how beautiful are your feet, for they are the feet that bring the message of good news. The world is full of fake things, isn't it? How many people tune in every day to all kinds of fake empty, hopeless things, full of despair, things that cannot give you joy, things that only slow you down and bog you down and mire you in the muck. Easter is the time to throw those things away, to put away all the fake news, to put away all the fake stuff, to put away all the hollow and empty things, to put away all of those insincerities and to embrace what is true. Let us celebrate the festival then with sincerity. We don't come here to put on a show. We don't come here to put on a false appearance, to put on a fake 
entertainment. We come here today, and this room is full of joy and full of love because our Lord is really, truly, sincerely risen. And because he is really, truly, sincerely risen, his love rules. Let his love rule in your heart this day. Let his love rule in your heart this season. And know for sure that Easter, dear friends, is for sprinters. So run. Run with the women. Run with Peter and John. Run with the Emmaus disciples. Run with your Lord Jesus. To him be the glory now and always. Amen.